With Luke and Susie and faith, family, culture, we are about to face some negative emotions and we are about to face it with a word that has been invented and we're going to do a slight variation of the word for our family-friendly kids are in the car moment. But our next guest is going to talk about peed offeredness when maybe there's some reasons to be a little bit angry. Uh, Deborah Pascoe, who has gone through grief, trauma and loss and written the book about how to get through it, Deborah, uh, sometimes the the anger we we try and put it down and sort of bottle it up and say no, but there's just it's just it's there when you're going through grief and trauma. That's right. That's right. It's uh, but it, the interesting thing is we're taught our whole lives, you know, not to show it. Yeah, that it's bad. And I'm not going to say oh, even more so for women. That's not true. It is just we're taught anger is bad. Yeah. And, but it is, then all of a sudden, it's part of the grieving process. Boom. Yeah. Well, How but, do you deal with it? Having said that, in a gender culture way, when a guy gets angry, he might be described as strong. Whereas when a woman gets angry, she might be described as an emotional woman. And that's it, right. And, and it's not that culturally, there has been less room for allowing a woman to express emotion. Well, um, um, thank you for saying that because I think you're right. And it's very difficult for women to move from, you know, the, the fine line between assertive and aggressive yeah. is exactly that really fine. But, you know, anger, the, the truth is anger's there when you're grieving. And the good news about it is if you learn how to release it and how to deal with it and how to use it, anger causes action. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it self-pity and not doing anything causes stillness. You're just immobile. You know, you just don't want to do anything. And I don't mean, I mean, physically and mentally, but anger makes you do something. I mean, have you ever been angry where you just go, oh, I'm going to do something about this? <laughs> and then you do, <laughs> right? Yes. So what you can't do, obviously, is start screaming at your baristas <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> and even worse, the ones that are closest to you, which is where we typically go, which is your family, your children, your kids, your partner, your friends, you lash out at the wrong things. Yeah. And so to me, we got to get angry. It's important. And in my course, we actually spend one whole week on this and I let people get angry. I encourage it because I, I want us to get it, get rid of it. Yeah. So you think, well, what's that going to do? Well, what it does is it's like, it literally releases. Yeah. It's bottled up in you. And we all know you shouldn't bottle stuff up. Like that's no, you know, earth shattering news. But if you leave it in your unconscious mind, it's sitting back there in the back of your head, right? If you, it lasts, you lash out at the wrong things. If you bring it to the forefront of your mind and go, right, it's there. I'm going to deal with it. You can release it. And then ultimately, mm. the, you know, the creme de la creme is you learn from it. Yeah. That's that's brilliant and it, it's coming out whether you want it or not and it, you might do a really good job at holding it in for 10 years or 20 years or <laughs> no matter how good you are it's coming out somewhere somehow either in little True. things all the time or in a big explosion when it's too late and you all fall apart like it's coming it's you, coming it's coming yeah so it's like the question is well how how do you do it and yep. for me i did a couple of things a couple that I just started doing, I just got really busy. And I don't mean busy to distract myself. I mean, busy working on my problem. 
right? And the second thing that I discovered quite by accident was the power of exercise, which we hear all about. And I used to hear about runner's highs and I'd think, oh, yeah, they look tired to me. (laughs) You know, (laughs) what are they talking about? That's a lie. But it's the truth. Like when you, when, when I started going to a PT, Someone suggested him and I thought, oh, good grief, you know, I'm going to be dragging a tractor trailer trailer down the beach or something, you know, but no, he works out of his garage. I didn't need to get pretty for a gym. Um, I just went and I kicked and punched and lifted weights. I'll be them small until they became a little bit bigger. And I walked out going, oh, I feel better. Yeah. Endorphins, dopamine, serotonin levels. I didn't, you know, I now tease him and tell him he's a drug dealer because (laughs) (laughs) exercise is so good for for anger. It's so good for grief. And it's actually really, really hard to do because, you know, sometimes you don't want to get up off the lounge. But if you can find somewhere to go to get rid of that anger, and I actually think kicking, punching and lifting weights is the way, like it may be running for someone else. Yeah. But even today, I've been with him now for years it's been, oh, I can't believe it's been almost eight years, but it has when I've been with him about six and a half. I still have days when things bother me or I'm down and he'll pull out the boxing gloves and bang, 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 uh, bang, bang. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. That's so I'm, I'm trying to say grieving or not, it helps. It still helps. If you do it, but don't do it in that space, you might get arrested for hitting the wrong person in the wrong circumstance. But that way it's legal. You're never going to get arrested, Deb, and you get to take it all out. Yeah, so you don't see me with my boxing gloves boxing the barista. I don't want to spend five dollars on a coffee. Bang. Well, it's more it's more if they get your coffee order wrong, right? That's when you they're waiting forever and then they get it wrong. Yeah. That's yeah. It. Don't give me that sort of thing. Come. Yeah. On. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Deb has uh, mapped out this process of her dealing with her grief, trauma, and loss in a book called A Cup of Black Coffee When There's Nothing Left to Savor. We got a copy to give away. If you want uh, to get your hands on that, then just text through to oh four one seven four triple five three seven. That's 0417 It's a book that starts with grief, trauma and loss, 20 years reduced to absolute rock bottom. However, Deborah Pascoe had years learning to manage her grief and now helps others do the same. If you're ready to move forward to do the work and reset your life, her new 12-week course may be the path for you. Start now at program sponsor, DebraPascoe.com. Deborah, thanks for your time. Thanks, Luke.